Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Everybody is looking great here. We want to welcome you. This is the Global Watch International Call. It is October 14th, 2022, 5 p.m. Jerusalem time, and this hour is Shabbat, our favorite hour of the week. And this today's Shabbat is led by one of our favorite people, who is Uli Novakova from Hirnhut, Germany. And uh, we just want to speak a blessing over you, Uli, and then we'll turn it right over to you. Father, I just thank you for Uli and her husband, Jan, and her family for their devotion to you, for their constant passion and commitment and steadfastness. They're people and a family that press into you and never give up. And so we just want to speak a blessing over you, Uli. We just bless you in the name of Yeshua. We just declare God's favor is over you and your family. Around you like a shield, we just pray great wisdom that you would have wisdom every day and how you're to advance the kingdom. And we just declare renewed strength and that the God would protect you, that he would hide you in the shelter of his wings, that no harm would come to you, no destruction near your tent. And we just declare that the joy of the Lord would be your strength in Yeshua's name. Amen. Over to you, Uli. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me and introducing me and blessing me. And I welcome all of you on this watch. You won't have to introduce yourself, but I extend blessings from Hernhood to the nations on this special Sukkot call. We have had the privilege of hearing Shahad the past three weeks sharing insights on the autumn feasts. And today I had hoped to actually host you in a sukkah from Jerusalem, but the the people I asked were not, couldn't do it today because of other obligations. And so I forward many greetings from Jody and Alyosha, who are with a tour group from the nations, with Carolyn Hyde, who is flying out to a prayer assignment in the States, and to Meir, who who is going to marry his daughter. We won't land in a sukkah, but we will go up to Jerusalem with that next thread. Can you, I send it to you in the direct message. Do you want to take care of that? You're muted. I, I don't have it, Fred. So, do you want uh, me to come in there and do it for you? <laughs> no, no, no. I can, I send it to no, I can do it. It's just going to take me a minute. I send it, it to Susan. I send it oh, to okay. Susan. I'll do it. I'll take care of it. Mama. Mama. One moment, please. Do you have it, Sue? Do you have the link? Yeah, I'm going to it right now. Okay. Do you know you can... You're, you're faster than me. Yes. I hope you prepared your hearts to go up to Mount Sai, at least in the spirit. And I'm so looking forward to the day that we all will be part of the crowds going up to Jerusalem for the feasts. 
and to celebrate Yeshua in heavenly Jerusalem all year long. And mm. let's turn to the psalm that this song is, is taken from, Psalm 122, a song of ascents of David. I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together, where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to the testimony of Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For thrones are set there for judgment the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brethren and companions, I will now say, peace be within you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. And I have, I don't have the chance for you all to go up to, to invite you to Jerusalem right now, but we have dear friends that actually made it to Jerusalem. And I greet Klaus and his team from the Mount of Olives. He is there with, with family, with his family and friends' family on a special outreach to visit Holocaust survivors and just bless the people and also receive a lot of blessing. It's such a privilege to be there during the feast. And I, I would like you to share a few of your impressions. We can see you where right now? I'm at, can you hear me, Ulrike? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I'm on the Mount of Olives, almost a little bit to the, to the south, but with a nice view on the old city on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, in Maison d'Abraham. It's an eastern part of Jerusalem. This is a French house, as you can see on the flag here. And we have this nice view to the Temple Mount here. And I don't know in English. Dome, the Dome of the, the Rocks. Dome, the Dome of the Rocks. And so we are here during Zukot. Zukot is celebrated right now. The city is full of people. And at the Wailing Wall, the Western Wall, the, the thousands of people are there. And you hear music everywhere and dancing. And it's a lot of joy in the city. And yesterday we were on the Jerusalem March where Christians from all the nations are coming to Jerusalem and showing that they're standing at the side of Israel and that they bless Israel. Am Israel Chai, Sameach, and such things we say. And, uh, so the, and uh, the people beside, the Jewish people, they are really thankful that we are there and show our support to them, showed our support to them. And they, they had tears in their eyes and we got also touched yeah, and we were also thankful that we could be here, that we are, that we can be here and show this and celebrate together with the Jews the prophetic feast of the Tabernacles. And so it's uh, 
once all nations will come and celebrate this feast, it's in Zechariah 14, verse, 4, verse 16, uh, written. And we can do it now prophetically. And it's really a blessing to be here. And, uh, and today we were also at, in Yad Vashem. So this is also connected as our history, especially with Germans. We, we have to take responsibility that such thing like the Holocaust will never happen again. And so we, we took eight children here, two families with each four children, and we showed them the, how the people live here and how the land Israel, yeah, and also, of course, we went to, to Yad Vashem and showed the bad history we have, especially as Germans, that our children can say, I heard the, the stories of the Holocaust survivors, and I will help that something like that never happens again. So on the one side, joy. East of the Taban Kot, and on the other side, history. And yeah, so it's really, really special to be in Jerusalem. You feel here the mixture of religions, of cultures. It's also a spiritual fight here. Especially now, there are tensions here, especially on the eastern part of Jerusalem. And the Palestinians have a strike today because there's a lot of military. One female soldier was killed here in the last days. And so now it's a big tension here and a lot of police and military. So please pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Please pray that such tensions stop and that, that its peace is coming. So I greet you all from Jerusalem and God bless you. Thank you. I, yes, as we read in Psalm 122, that for the sake of my brethren companions, I will now say peace be within you. And I wonder if you, if, if you have brethren and companions who are in Israel right now, or if we just take it literal from the Psalms, but I would to take the next minutes to just pray for peace for the peace of Jerusalem in this, in, in this hour, voices gather that provoke violence with their words and that are getting ready to fuel the situation. And so let's have a few people, best is you raise your, you, you raise your hand and then open your mic and uh, let's together take time on this call to pray for peace in, 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 in the city of Jerusalem and in Israel during the days of the feast. The Lord has told in his word, it's commanded for all males to go up to Jerusalem as uh, Sukkot is one of the three pilgrimage feasts. And the Lord promised that during this time, he himself would guard the borders so that when the people naturally couldn't defend themselves because they were busy with a pilgrimage, the Lord would take care of securing the borders and, and securing peace that no enemies would make use of that situation. And let's approach heaven to make peace in this time and to quieten the aggressors so that his people can really Go up to Zion and seek the Lord for his sake. Lord, I thank you for one that is filling the streets of Jerusalem in these days, whether as a local 
resident or a pilgrim or a tourist or as people from the nations who ca came come along your people i thank you that we live in the days that we can see with our natural eyes how there is bustling life on the streets of jerusalem young and old together just as your prophets told that you would gather your people we gather your people and we pray that for hosts of angels to to be around your people in Jerusalem to quieten the voice of the aggressor and we pray as your word says for the peace of Jerusalem and so if you feel prompted go ahead to pray this is Psalm 115.9. Israel, trust in Yehoah. He is their help and shield. House of Aaron, trust in Yehoah. He is their help and shield. You who fear Yehoah, trust in Yehoah. He is their help and shield. Oh, Lord, repeated three times. Lord, we just lift you up over Jerusalem now, over the IDF, Lord, over all your people, Lord, to protect them. You are their help and shield, Yeshua. What a shield you are. Yeho and this is verse 12. Yehoah has kept us in mind and he will bless. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear Yehoah, great and small alike. And we do pray, Lord, you will bless all our brothers and sisters in Israel. So many now, Lord, we know. And we're so thankful for that, Lord. You are their help and shield, mighty shield, we praise you. And during this time of Sukkot, that you're dwelling there with them. And that even those that don't know you, Lord, at this time, they'll be aware of the angels about them. And that Yeshua, you, you, Yeshua, their deliverer, and they will call on you and be, and you will deliver them. Hallelujah. All who call upon the name of Yeshua will be delivered. And we lift up Israel, Lord, for those that don't know you, especially the Holocaust survivors, Lord, that they'll know you always been there for them and they'll know your love and turn to you lord god in yeshua's name amen yeah go ahead marvy unmute yourself yes father we thank you for this opportunity as representatives of nations to prophetically gather on the walls of jerusalem as watchmen and to declare that Yeshua is king. He is king over the nations. He is king over his people. And Lord, we position ourselves, even in this hour, Lord, in agreement with our brothers and sisters that are actually walking in the land and dec decreeing and declaring your praises and inviting those that don't know you, Lord, into your rest, into your tabernacle, into your shelter. Lord, we pray that you would guard over each one in your city, in your holy mountain, Zion. Lord, that you would protect the soldiers who are guarding the people against violence. Lord, we pray that you would silence the enemy and his mockery, threatening your people, threatening those who stand with your people, Lord, in this hour. We pray, God, that you would put courage in their hearts with the spirit of love. And Father, we ask, just as Nehemiah 
gathered families along the walls of Jerusalem as they were being built, placing them in the places where there was a gap or breach. Lord, we pray that you would gather the families of nations to stand there at the breach, declaring the victory that is yours. Lord Jesus, we pray, God, that you would raise up leaders like Nehemiah, who will do what is right, who will take leadership and not walk in fear of man. Lord, would you raise up as Lord, as we come near these elections in this time at the end of Sukkot, Lord, we ask that you would raise up your government over Israel. Leaders who do not fear the threats and the mocking of your covenant and your promises, Lord, we ask in unity, Lord, that you would raise up godly leaders, Lord, who will help the people to stand firm in their covenant promises. And Lord, would you also bring correction just as you did through Nehemiah to the people of Israel, the people of Israel that take advantage of each other, Lord, that they would repent, Lord, that they would take care of one another. Lord, they would look out for each other. Lord, we pray for peace. We pray for peace in these last days of Sukkot, Lord, that you would keep violence from erupting that your presence would be manifested, Lord, as people stand in agreement with your word and with your ultimate promise when you will make Jerusalem the beautiful city, the bride. And Father, we, until that day, we stand in agreement with your word and with each other. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mark. Let's go to Julie Wilson. Go ahead, Julie. Just reading out of Isaiah 66, 10 through 14. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her. That you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast. That you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. For thus says the Lord, behold, I will extend peace to her like a river and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse, you shall be carried upon her hip and bounced upon her knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Your bones shall flourish like the grass and the hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants and he shall show his indignation against his enemies. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you do extend peace like a river. That, Father, those that don't know you would come to know true shalom. Father, even as Marby was praying in this last days of Sukkot, that they will encounter the God, the Lord, the Prince of Peace. Father, and their hearts will turn toward the Messiah, the true Messiah. So we release the shalom, the true shalom of God over Jerusalem in this hour. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Julie. Is there anyone else who wants to pray into this? In our reaction. Go ahead, Utah. Yes, I want to pray for all the, our brothers and sisters that are in Israel right now. And I want to pray from 1 John 4, 11 to 14. 
Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us, and his love is perfected in us. Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. So, Father, I ask you today to pour out anew and afresh your love into and through all the people that are now in Israel, in Jerusalem, and in all the nations that are with your brother, with your people, Israel, with your people, and that your love reaches through them, their hearts, Lord, that you, that you knock on their hearts, that you reveal yourself in a special way, in, in them being living testimonies, being just lighthouses that, that really arise and shine in your glory, Lord. I thank you, Father, for your love, for your people, Father, for your special ways. Thank you for your pouring out your spirit, Lord, that they are open. Holy Spirit, that you have your way in that, Lord, revealing yourself, Father, to your people. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to alert everybody that the Palestinians have announced this to be a day of rage in Jerusalem. I think it's the enemy boasting myself. And yes, there are troubles, but we should be on alert today, uh, particularly praying for the peace of Jerusalem. I think that's very important. But I just want to read out of Joel 3. I believe we're in this season of Joel 3, 12 through 16. Let the nations be wakened and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there I will sit to judge all the surrounding nations. Put in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, to, come, go down, for the winepress is full. The vats overflow, for their wickedness is great. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision, for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and moon will grow dark and the stars will diminish their brightness. The Lord also will roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. The heavens and earth will shake, but the Lord will be a shelter for his people and the strength of the children of Israel. Father, today we stand in the gap for Israel that you they are under the shelter of the Almighty. Father, that even the blind and the deaf, they shall hear in this hour for the bell is ringing over Jerusalem to wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. I pray, Father, for the Messianic communities in Israel to be strong and of good courage and for the prophetic voice to be received and accepted and the muscles and the sinews to come into great strength in Israel, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, my dear. And as a prophetic sign, I want to ring the bell with, <laughs> that, with that inscription of Isaiah 62, verse six and seven. So it's not a shofar that is sounding, but a bell that's ringing. Amy, go ahead. I was reading in Psalm 44, 1 through 3. Actually, yeah, 1 through 3. That during this time of Sukkot, that, oh God, we have heard with our ears. Our fathers have told us what deeds you performed in their days, in the days of old. 
You with your own hand drove out the nations, but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples, but them you set free. For not by their own sword did they win the land, nor did their own arm save them, but your right hand and your arm, which is Jesus, and the light of your face, for you delighted in them. And Father, as we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, that during this time of Sukkot and this rejoicing, they are remembering how you were the pillar of fire. You were the, the cloud that covered them. It was your protection. It wasn't their own energies. It wasn't their own abilities that you, they were remembering you. And during this time, they are re remembering you. You are the peace of Jerusalem. And as um, it says in the Psalms that you surround Jerusalem with your presence as they're surrounded by the mountains, that they would remember that everything comes from you and they would be driven and to seek your face, to, to seek your plans and purposes, to rejoice in you. And it talks about them coming back up to Jerusalem with joy because the joy of the Lord is their strength. So I thank you, Father, that you are reminding them this, during this time that you are their peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Amy. You know what? I think it's time to read. Since you were ringing the bell over this, Uli, I think it's time to read Isaiah 62, verses 6 and 7. I'll put it in the chat as well. Okay. Because. Someone, it's such a known scripture. So someone of you go ahead to read Isaiah 62, verse 6 and 7. Any volunteer? Come on. Let's hear from somebody that we don't usually hear from. Come on. I can read it if everyone's happy. Yes. Anna, go ahead. Psalm 62, Isaiah 62, 6 and 7. I posted watchmen on your walls, Jerusalem. They will never fall silent, neither by day nor by night. You who call on Adonai, give yourselves no rest and give him no rest till he restores Jerusalem and makes it a praise on earth. Amen. Amen. And the psalm Amy had read actually refers to the Shabbat reading, which I would like to go through with you for at least a certain passage. In Psalm 44, it says, it was your right hand and your arm in the light of your countenance that, that saved them because Israel did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, but you afflicted the peoples and cast, you drove out the nations with your hand. And uh, that the countenance of the Lord was with them, was not a given. It was an answer to prayer, an answer to Moses' intercession. And this is what the Shabbat reading is about. The Shabbat, Shabbat Kol Hamoed, it is in between, the, it is during the feast week, in between the holidays. The first and the last is a full holiday where the days in between are called Chol. And the reading is Exodus 33, verses 12 to 12, from, starting from verse 12 to 34, verse 26, and then from Numbers. But we are going to read Exodus 33, 12 to 23 to the end of the chapter. It is just after, it is actually this Shabbat reading into the reading of Torah 
And because it's a holiday, it goes back to a, a special section. And next week after Simchat Torah, the next Sabbath, we actually will start reading from Genesis all over again. But this Shabbat reading is taken from Exodus, especially for the feast. And who, who, who of you would like to read that passage? Two people. One, one, the first will read from verse 12 to 16, and the second from verse 17 to the end of the chapter. I'll read the first, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll read the first part. This is Danielle. Danielle, I, go ahead. Thank you. I have a title here above the scripture. It says, the promise of God's presence. Hallelujah. Then Moses said to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. The Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have asked, for you have found favor in my sight, and I have known you by name. Then Moses said, please show me your glory. And God said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you, for I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. Then the Lord said, behold, there is a place beside me, and you shall stand there on the rock. And while my glory is passing by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock and protectively cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. So this is my one of my favorite scriptures on intercession. And we see a major shift in, in God's heart and God's perspective because before this prayer, this the chapter starts with the Lord saying to Moses, depart and go up from here, you and the people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt. And it is not that, that God would refer to the people that he brought out of the land of Egypt, but he said, Moses, it's the people that you brought out of the land of Egypt. And Moses wouldn't let go. He would say, no, it is you who brought, you say to me, bring up these people. And you have said, and so whatever is, he reminds, he rem, Moses reminds God of his promises and his character, even his character. 
to be gracious and slow to anger, but great in, in compassion. And, and so then generations later, the psalmist can say it was the light of your countenance that brought us to the land of Israel. Another, uh, another parallel I wanted to point out is from Psalm 122, where we read that God is raising the seats of the thrones of judgment in Jerusalem. And the, and the scripture Sue read from Joel, where it also says that God will take the nations to the valley of Yehoshavad for judgment. And this is so combined. It is both the, it is graciousness, grace with his people and judgment on the nations or vice versa. When there was judgment on Israel, it often meant, it often meant a special grace to the surrounding nations. And we believe the time has come that God shows his favor again to Zion. Which, in, which then also means that there is profound judgment on the nations and we as intercessors shouldn't be surprised to see shakings and judgment on the nations, even the nations we, we are part of. And, we, and in that we can't open pray the shakings and the wars and the upheavals and the judgment, but we can call it upon God's mercy and graciousness in, in that, that he would show mercy within the judgment. And in Psalm 100, Psalm 100, it says, when we come up to Jerusalem, or when we, Psalm 100, we should enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Mama. Shaha told us that the, that the Israelites have the lulav in to, uh, that they pray and they extend it to the north and the south, the east and the west heavens and the earth. And I had asked Meir and hoped he would be on that call to pray that prayer over over us all but since he had to yeah he couldn't join us i have this very this very prayer performed by a messianic from the betzar shalom congregation and sue if you could if you could open that link for us Okay, in the meantime, Shirley and the Zemkos have their hand up. Do they have something? Maybe Bill. If I could have been contemplating this portion of scripture, Psalm 31, so much of the subject matter we're praying into is written here. And so the verse starting 16, 15, but I have trusted in you, Adonai. I said, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my foes and from those who pursue me. Make your face shine on your servant. Serve me in your loving kindness. 
Adonai, let me not be ashamed, for I have called upon you. Let the wicked be ashamed. Let them be silent in Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, for they speak arrogantly against the righteous with pride and contempt. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, which you have given to those who take refuge in you, before the children of men. In the shelter of your presence, you hide them from people's plots. You conceal them in a sukkah from the strife of tongues. Blessed be Adonai, for he has shown me his wonderful love in a besieged city. I said in my alarm, I have been cut off from your sight, but you heard the sound of my pleas when I cried out to you. Love Adonai, all his kiroshim, his saints. Adonai preserves all the faithful, but the proud, he says, I mean, he pays back in full. Kazakh, be bold. Let your heart take courage, all you who wait for Adonai. So I pray in Yeshua's name, Lord, that the scripture would be applicable as to you are going to indeed silent the ones who are telling lies, made their lying lips be <clears throat> mute and made the people be bold and take courage indeed pertaining to all the IDF personnel that we know even in this day and all the saints and all those who are coming to faith in Messiah in Yeshua's name. Amen. Okay, I have this ready for you. Do you want to go with it? Asher kitshano bemitzvatav vetzivano zgechailin tchat durch seine Gebote und uns geboten hat das Schütteln des Palmzweiges am Leben erhalten, uns Bestand gegeben und uns diese Zeit hat erreichen lassen. So the blessing was the blessing uh, uh, that you have sanctified us through your commandments and, and allowed us to reach this end that, yeah, du musst rausgehen, okay? Du musst other, du musst that you have told us to rattle the palm branch. And I, I have to apologize for the weird sounds in the back, but as you see, my husband is now online, but he's 200 kilometers away on a ministry assignment and the babysitter somehow didn't keep them quiet. So you have <laughs> the voice of our boys in the back. No worries, Uli. It's, so it's voice of life. all good. It's this so, about family anyway. So <laughs> the rattling of the palm branch in those four directions of the earth is proclaiming God's, God's sovereignty to not just the ends of the earth, north, south, east, and west, but it is, but it is the people of Israel declaring this sovereignty of God even towards the heavens and the earth and who's under the earth. And with this, we can, we as the Gentiles gathered here from across the nations and even various continents can, can be grateful that we receive this special blessing towards our nations from Israel, from the people of Israel during this week of Sukkot, as this is recited daily in the synagogues whenever people meet for a minyan they have this prayer 
before the daily prayer readings. And all of Israel, even people who've never heard of the version of the vision of one new man, the traditional Jewish believers, the Orthodox, they're so much aware that Sukkot is actually not just about Israel itself, but it is a feast that includes the nation nations that that fear the Lord. And and there is a special connection that even in their understanding where their eyes are still blinded to see Messiah, there is a certain sense of us from the nations, us Gentile believers being part of that fellowship, especially during this week. And I want to conclude this this call with taking communion. Because this is really the symbol of how the Lord opened the way for us to even be part of that. He shed his blood and he gave his body for us to be part of his covenant, to be part of his family and to partake in all the promises uh, and everything that this covenant that he has with Israel contains. And Lord, I thank you that you took the cup and it's uh, the Kiddush is first the cup and then the bread. Now with the communion, it's usually the other way around. It's the bread first. Lord, I thank you that you didn't spare yourself, but you gave and broke your body. For, the, for our deliverance. You are that bread from heaven that came to earth and that fell to the sea, that fell to the ground, that died so that we may live. And then he took the cup, gave thanks and said, this is the new covenant in my blood to the forgiveness of your sins. And the and this symbol as the cup of salvation is part of the Passover Seder. So it is very familiar to the Israelites that Kosha um, Yeshua. Lord, as we take this wine, as we take this cup, we pray that during this days, this feast where where people live in the tabernacles and the booths and they eat there, they sleep there, that you would take away their blindness and they would open the eyes to see Yeshua HaMashiach, to see Emmanuel, the God that abided, abides among them, among us. So bless you. And I just have a quickie announcement. Thank you, Uli. That was beautiful. Bless your kids. Give them a big hug for us. As we're on the subject of Israel and Shabbat, I just wanted to make people aware that we're putting together a summit in Jerusalem next year in Israel, April 19th to 30th. Um, start looking into that now. Put it on your calendars. Read it out if you'd like. But it's going to be a very powerful uh, conference. We were talking about it this morning with some of the people involved and it'll be a two-day summit on Mount Carmel 
called the Spirit of Elijah. What better place to do that <laughs> and to welcome the prophetic into the the congregations, basically, basically. and hopefully spread to, throughout the nations. But we will be going on to into a journey. This is not a tourist thing. It's going to be a journey, a prayer journey into the story of Elijah. We'll hit some of the high points that really are important high points in Israel, but we'll also be going to the birthplace of Elijah, to Tishbe, where he grew up, and then finally to Petra in Jordan. That'll be a two-day journey into Jordan to go to Petra. And Petra is also known as Basra in the Bible. And what's got my heart ignited on that is, of course, out of Isaiah 63, the Lord is, comes through Basra with his robes dipped in blood. And there are some theologians that believe that's where he's going to land with the rapture, but others believe that it's going to come, he's going to go from Sinai to Zion. Who knows? I'm not going to get into the nitty picky of that, but Petra, Basra, is definitely involved in the Lord's return. So it's an amazing ancient city that they've uncovered, and it may also be the place where Israelites flee to in the days coming. And I believe they're shortly coming. <laughs> so anyway, we're going there to prepare the way too. <laughs> Others have been there, but we're going to put our, our joints in there and muscles and sinews to prepare the way of the Lord. And we'll be going down to the Red Sea where they came across. Where they came across. So I'm excited. These are places I've always wanted to go, and they finally put it together. So we'll have more information on that coming out and invite you into the journey. Amen. Amen. Sounds like it's going to be a great trip. So we are going to, to receive more information further down the road. Yes. I'm trying to get the dates out for people to save the dates. But the summit, the summit is going to be a convergence of prophetic people from the from Israel and from the nations. So it'll be a convergence of prophetic people with the focus on releasing the spirit of Elijah. Okay, so you can unmute yourself with Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shabbat.